the two dots, four lines down, and have kufot. So Ravanan, Ravanan was no was a was the big tzaddik. Have a ragel Eliyahu does a gabe. Eliyahu used to come to him all the time and taught, teach him Torah. And he taught him the school of Eliyahu's Torah. We actually have the sefer to this very day, the Tanah of Eliyahu, and it's basically what Ravanan learned from Eliyahu Navi. Okay, Kim David Achi promoting his own sefer, please. What? Anyway, so uh, it's it's a beautiful sefer, recommended. Okay, so Kevin David Achi. Once this story happened, Istalik Elio stopped coming. No, his chavrusa left him. Yasser betanisa. So Ravanan was fasting, barachmi and davening. finally Elio came. Yasser now he wasn't like uh, on par with him. He was like frightened from him. The appearance of Elio was very scary for him, and uh, so he couldn't, you know, concentrate. he couldn't concentrate, couldn't learn properly. But so he built a box, Yasef Kamei, and basically it sounds like he sat inside a box, so Elio would be outside and he'd be on the inside. He wouldn't have to see him while he's learning from him. Ate. Up the clay sidre till he finished the section. Behind Amri, and that's where we have actually two parts to the sefer of, of Tanit Velio, Sidre Leo Rabba, which is the first part, which is the bigger part. That was the part from before. And then Sidre Leo Zuta, which was the second part, the smaller one, that was the one that he learned in the box. Okay? Now, point being though is how, how careful you have to be for Shocha. That's how the that's how the story happened. Okay, so we have another story. In the years of Rav Yosef, God was angry. Um, Rashi says it means that the, you know you could see that God was angry. There was a time of, it was a time of famine. So I'm there upon Rav Yosef. So the Rabbi said to Rav Yosef, my Rachmi, why don't you daven for us? Maybe Efshir, can you daven? So he said, well, Hashdamalisha, if Alisha dechi have Rabbanon miftiri kamei. Have a paishi tre alpha He was still, you know, even when the shear was over, there would be two thousand two hundred students that were dependent on him. Okay, and be eden rischa, and it was a time of famine. And lo, have a boy and he didn't daven. We don't find that Elisha prayed to cause the famine to stop, and he had so many students, rabbinical students, relying on him. What? So I know you buy rachmi. Oh, I'm not gonna, you know, like I don't have such a big yeshiva. I don't have so many people depend on me. I'm not, you know, whatever. Just take it, you know, man it up, okay? So how do you know? How do you know that there were that many students by by Elisha? The says, "How am I going to give this food to a hundred people?" So um, what does it mean in front of 100 people? It was a time of famine. We just quoted, by the way, the, earlier the Pasuk of what he brought. That would be fine for 100 people. That's not like Shvach. It was enough. It was, it was a time of famine, and they're bringing that much for, for, for 100 people. That's fine. Everything that he brought was 
in front of, was in front of 100, 100 men. So if you do the math, so... Um, there was the right. There was right. The things that he brought were were, were you know. So it was, it was twenty two things that he brought. So you do the math to multiply that by hundred. That's two thousand two hundred. Okay. Okay. So that's the story of how you know how many people were by Elisha that were eating by his table, and that's what Elisha said. Not to worry that this food is going to be enough for all hundred. You know each. Item is going to be enough for all four hundred, all all hundred men, and there'll be leftovers. Okay, sure enough, Kevin Mifter upon on me Rav. So we saw how big the yeshiva was by Elisha. Rav also had a very sizable yeshiva. When they would at the end of Shear have a paishi alpha umasan rabbanon, there was one thousand two hundred rabbis that stayed again that were that were basically lived by him. Okay, that's. That was the next generation down. 800. Rav Huna had such a big yeshiva that he had 13 people who said over his shir, meaning he would say it over and then they would like loudspeaker it to 13 like different... So far right, he spread it out. When people get up from the shir... And they would shake out their jackets because they're sitting on the floor. So have a solik afka. There would be so it would be a dust storm. Okay, because it would be basically come dark during the day. You know, basically midday. and then they could see it all the way from Eretz Yisrael, and they see the dust storm coming in from the direction of Bavel. and uh, so they say, Ah, oh, come and let me Ravuna. I see that Bavel. The the shiv is the shiv is over. It's <laughs> gonna make the name. All the Start dust every day. That's all all the dust, oh, yeah, yeah. right? All the dust that they shook off their jackets. It's like it's very dusty. It must be long shiv. Some yeshivas are very dusty. Yeah. Signal to check the WhatsApp for the shiv recording. Right, right, exactly. Okay, Gabi Miftira Banan That was again the generate next generation. Have a paishi arba meal rabbanon. There was four hundred left, so it's again heft heft. And a baya from lebeir papa by a baya rabbapa again the later generation from lebeir ravashi have a paishi masar rabbanon is down to two hundred. The current of shayu. Oh, so I skipped all on that. I'm sorry. Have a paishi arba meal rabbanon. The current of shayu yasmin. They were called orphans. Like well, we're only a much smaller, tiny little yeshiva. It was from 400 to 200. They called themselves the orphans of the orphans. Meaning, uh, like, you read this at Doros, the yeshivas went down. But uh, anyway, fascinating. This is back on our topic. Okay, remember, we said that these two judges, they got their funds from the Trumas Alishka, 99, right, 99 money a year. So, Amr of Yitzhubar of Difa, Amr of Ami, Mevakri Mumen, Shushlayim, the people whose job it was to check the animals for blemishes, that was also came out of the Trumas Alishka, the donations to pay for the Karbanas. After all, it's a need for the Karbanas to have them checked. And that's where it came from. Amr of Yudam, Shmotam, Chacham, Amlamdim, Hilka, Shritel, Kanem. The scholars who were the who were the they used to have a, a Cohen College, you know, 
college for Kohanim to uh, learn, you know, shrita properly. So the professors in the Kohen College would uh, teach Kohanim um, and like a special vocational school, or whatever you want to call it, for the vocation of being a Kohen. Similarly, Amrav Gidol Amrav, there was another, there was a, a different course, that was another uh, area of, of law that they needed to learn, the laws of Kmitza for the Kohanim, they would get their, paid, their wages from the Chumzalishka. Because again, it's ancillary, but it's there to help uh, facilitate the bringing of the Karbanas. And the carbon, regular, every carbon, animal carbon needs slaughtering, and every, uh, um, uh, the flower offerings needed Kmitza. It was free college? I don't know. I, well, they, well, they had to be paid from somewhere, so it doesn't sound like they were... They, they, were they weren't charging tuition. No right. Yeah, they would pay for Yeah, it was public funds. Public college, right, publicly funded. This is interesting. The people who were uh, the sofrim who checking the Sifri Torah of people to make sure there's no mistakes. Rashi says this is actually um, not really related, but uh, most people had their own safer that they didn't, um, you know, they they because that that's all the form that they had that or write their safer Torah and that's how they would learn. Now, um, who wrote it over? You know, so maybe there might be mistakes. So they, you know, people were lazy about getting it checked because it, it's expensive. So they took it onto the public coffers to be able to pay for that, so that it was a free free checking services. Okay as a benefit to the people, because they weren't doing it. Now, Amrav Nachman Amrav, Nashim Orgos B'Parachos, the women who wove the parochas, okay, they also got uh, their wages from the Shumasalishka. That's what Rav Nachman said in the name of Rav. And Yomar, but Rav Nachman himself says, no, that's a structural thing. And therefore, it comes from different funds. It's the funds of the Kachim Bedekam Bayis. Different, uh, different. Ahol Prochas, Tachas Binyanos. It's like it's like part of the structure. In Meisves, we have a Kasha. Nash Marcus Beprochas Beis Garmashal Meisve Lechem Aponim Beis Avtinishal Meisve Ktores Kulam Mayunot Luzharimit Trumas Alishka. The Lechem Aponim, the Ktores, they're all Trumas Alishka stuff. And the Prochas. What's the deal? So Gemara says, you're right. Also with the Bavi. That's talking about the gate ones. There's more than what the parochas in the main uh, <coughs> sanctuary parochas. We're talking about the, pro- the every doorway had a parochas, and those were um, from the Trumas Lashka. Damar Abzira, Amar Av, Shloshas Aprochas Hayu B'Migdash, there were 13. B'Migdashani, in the second base of Migdash, Shiva Kanegav Shiva Sharim, seven, one for each gate, Echel B'Schash Hechel, one for the opening of the Hechel, Echel B'Schash Ulam, in the opening of the Ulam. Obeys, obeys bidvir, connect the Maliyah. So, and uh, basically, that's how you get to thirteen. Bottom line is, that's the, uh, that's why there's, uh, that that's not a proof. Okay, the, where the funds should come from. Now, Tanur ben the Rabbis learn Ashimam Gadlus b'neim lepara. We have this uh, in the Gemara in, um, where was it in Sukkah? Okay, um, basically the women used to uh, want to make sure that their kids were tahar for the Paraduma, and there was a special, like, precipice, uh, like, 
like elevated area that there could be no tumma coming from below because it would be blocked and basically that's where they would give birth to their kids and the kids would be raised though they're like 10, 11 so they're not tummy, no question that they would be the ones who would draw the water for the paraduma okay um, so that was you know so how'd they get taken care of you know those also came from the Jumazlishka because again it's an enabler to bringing the Karbanas all comes from the same fund they were actually the wealthy women from Jerusalem would be sustaining them taking care of their needs they fed them and uh, took care of their clothing etc so Rav Huna asked Rav a question what about Kleshares, the vessels that were in the base of Mikdash? Do they, do they come from the Kachabedekabais? Why would they come from the Kachabedekabais? Because it's there to, for the Mizbeach. And since the Kleshares are for the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach is part of the structure. The outer Mizbeach is part of the structure. And therefore, the Kachabedekabais, that's who should come from the Bedekabais funds. Oh, it's our carbon in, or maybe it's helping you bring a carbon, and therefore mitzvah salishka alu osan osan. It would come out of that. So again, if it's carbon related, it should be from there. How do you look at clay shards? That's really the question. Is it there to serve the mizbech, or is it there to serve the carbon? Two ways of looking at it. So I'm relay ain't nasan el mitzvah salishka. It's mitzvah salishka. It's for the carbon. Eisvei. So we have a kasha on that psak. Says Uchalosam when they were finished, they viewed the Fay and Melach. It's Pasuk in Divrei Yamim, Vio Yada, and the king and Yo Yada, as Shara Kesav, the rest of the money. And they made it into vessels, clay shares. So that's the money. So it sounds like that this money was, uh, um, the, the, the money was, as we know, this is a story, I don't know, we had to, it's the Aftora for Pashish Kalam. But anyway, uh, it, we, the, is the other part of the story, the story in Navi. It's a story that's repeated in Navi and also in Divrei Yamim. But anyway, he's looking at this pasuk and saying that the money from the Bedek Abayas, which was used because the, the, the temple was in disrepair, and uh, they, they needed to fix things up, and he collected money, and then he fixed it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was all Bedek sure, Abayas yeah. money. And he's using it to make the klisharis. How could you say that it comes from Shum Zalishka? It's a kash. So he told him that the one who taught you Ksuvim didn't teach you Nevi'im. Because you gotta, you know, they, the stories complement each other. You have to know the other, the other part of the story. Pasuk says, um, So basically, uh, it sounds like that they didn't use it for, you know, um, they they didn't use it, okay. So for, they didn't use the funds for the the kalim. So which was it? So yachi kashukaray It sounds like it was a steer in the psukim. So lokash is not difficult. If they collected and there's leftover money, then and only then you could use it for kolishares. Uh, but if it's the original money, then not, okay. What do you mean leftover money? We'll uh, see in a second. Okay, um, so they collected for the kbedik abayis. There was leftovers. Oh, that's a different story. Okay, now, so I'm going to why is it, why, who cares that it's leftover? Why is that any better? 
why then I can I, I can manipulate the funds differently? Teretz is absolutely. I'm Rebbe Vol. Leave Bezdin Masta Leim. The Bezdin can control what the money was donated for. So if they if there is extra money that's needed that's not needed for the Bezdin Kabbais, they can maneuver it and say, you know what, we're allocating it to some to a different need. That's different. Uh, if they need it, then they will need it. And otherwise, they'll, they'll use it for klesharis because that's what they that's what they could use it for. So that's the answer. Like we said, what does it mean? Which money has leftovers? Because there's always leftover money from that's the donation for the Karbanos. By definition, every year they're replenishing it. Um, that's the story. Maybe it's talking about leftovers. The Gemara says, no, look at the puzzle carefully. It says, just like Rabbi says, talking about the, the first uh, donation, which is the, the yearly donation for the Karbanos. That excess funds went to um, the Kilei Sharis. Mesve, we have a question, Akhtoris, the incense, Fechol Karbonus Atzibor, and all Karbonus Atzibor, Bamitrum Salishka, that came from Trum Salishka. Mizbeach Hazav, Olavono Klishores, the golden altar, if there was need to repair, and the frankincense, and the Klishores, Bamitrum Nesachim, that was brought from leftovers of the donations from the Nesach. For libation donations, mizbeach ola, the mizbeach ola, halishkos vazaros, and the chambers, and the azar courtyards. Any expenses over there? But mikachah bedikabais came from bedikabais funds. So chutz lechom azar. What about stuff outside the azar? But mishyar halishkos. That's left over from the from the lishka. Okay. So zuishes and nidichomas here miklosav chotzarich here. But mishyar halishka. That came from. The leftovers of that. Okay. So it's a raya that what? That the money for Klei Sharis came from Meister Nesachim. That did not come from Chumas Alishka, Kasha. So my answer is Tanahi. You're right. It's true. There's an opinion like that. It's Machlokas Tanahim. The Tanan, as Mishnah says, Meister Chuma, Mayo Ba, what they do with the leftovers of the Chuma? Rikui Zav Tipa, the base of Kashi Kashim. They would make the Gold plating for the base kachet kadoshim. From Shmuelam and most of peros, the leftover of the peros, the kids of mizbeach, it went to um, to the regular keeping the mizbeach um, going. Meaning, if there were it's a slow day, not many korbanos, they would grab some animals from that so that to keep the mizbeach busy. Most um, of truma, the leftovers of truma, kilekleishares went to kleishares. So you see, Tanakhama says the Moser Truma went to the Klishars. Kivomer, no Moser Truma, the kids of Mizbech. That went to upkeep of the Mizbech, and Moser Nesachim, the Klishars. So it's Machlokas Tanakhama, Rabbi Kiva. That would be Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Chanin is Kanakonim, Moser Nesachim went to the kids of Mizbech, and Moser Truma, the Klishars. So Chanina, Kanakonim agrees with Rabbi Shmuel. Both sides agreed, the Paris disagreed to the Paris thing altogether. The whole thing of Rabbi Shmuel is Moser Peros thing. So what does that mean? Peros, what is Peros? Titania, Moser, Chuma, Mayu, what they do with extra Chuma money? Lokhim Peros, they would buy on the cheap 
payrolls, which is, I don't know, basic goods, flour, whatever it is, that they, that they bought, the olive oil, and they would sell it when the prices go up. And their, and their earnings, they kept the Mizbech going with the, you know, there was a... Uh, they invested the money. They invested the money, exactly. That's what Rabbi Shmuel's saying. Right, exactly. That's what he's saying. Okay. Um, all right. So my Zeb is that loyal modem appears. What did they disagree? Uh the Tanan, Moses Shara Lishka, my Osin, Ban Lochemen, Yenos Shmanu Soltos, Vaskar Lagdish. They would buy wines, oils, flowers, like I said, and the prophet would go to the Hagdish, Divishmal, Rimkiva Omer. No, aim Mistakum Shal Hagdish. Hagdish is not a business. It's not in the business of business, okay? Aflo Bishalaniam, and you also don't do business. With poor people's money, if you have funds that are meant to be given away to the poor, and you know there's no poor people coming, so you just go ahead and start investing it. No, Vishal Hagdish, my time alone. Why not with Hagdish money? By you trying to do that, you're sort of making it as if it's a poor in- institution that needs to invest their money. That's not right. It's not bekavdik. And Vishal my time, it's the opposite reason to load. I don't have any money, it's all invested. That's not the point. You have to have the funds at the ready. So you're not, you know, if you're a tzedakah organization, you're not supposed to be investing your tzedakahs in uh, various, you know, even if though you'll get more money, but the idea is you need the money always ready to be able to give to the poor. All right.